0: I actually have the ability to control how my career functions. I have point. the ability to control how much impact I have within my career. I have the ability to control how much income I have within my career. I actually have the ability to control how much freedom I have within my career, regardless of which career it is. As long as I learn how to identify the difference between sick care and Reality. In the the hey, what's up? How you doing? Listen, listen. Um, we're excited to have you in this training. This might actually be one of the, 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 the most important trainings that we've ever done. Um, we've never done this particular one before but when you listen to it, you'll realize why this is so critical and, and to be honest, I kind of wish someone had this conversation with me when I was deciding whether or not to be a physical therapist. I know you mentioned it before Mm -hmm. that when you were deciding between, between what you were going to do and you'll share that in a little bit Uh and what you ended up deciding with PT, like you might've made, like, it would have just helped. It would have helped to to know this. So, so he's, you are trying to make a decision to become a physical therapist or you're trying to confirm your decision to become a physical therapist or something else right maybe you're interested in some kind of medical profession and you don't quite know man like is it Is it being a surgeon? Is it being a physical therapist? Is it being a occupational therapist? How do I decide? And that's what help you do, because we're not just going to give you a whole bunch of facts. We're not just going to give you a whole bunch of lists and say, hey, this profession's better than this. Like, we're not here to do that. Like, to be honest, I don't think that's going to help you. Mm. I really don't. And the reason why I don't think it's going to help you, because those are just like shiny objects, right? I can make any, to be honest, if y'all really wanted, I could convince you to be a physical therapist by just showing you all the cool things about physical therapy. I could convince you to be an occupational therapist. So I'm not going to do that. What we want to do over this next period of time is we actually want to give you the foundational principles that will help you make the best decision for you. If that's physical therapy, great. If that's another p- profession in the medical, prof- like, great, great. But we want you to do it the right way. Like, we want you to do it the right way, and if you can do it the right way, then we're good. And here's why this is, like, this is actually so important that you'll actually see us looking at our notes a little bit, because we wanted to make sure. Yeah, this, is no that, yeah, this, this is no joke. Yeah. This is no joke. Like, usually we can do all of our trainings off head. This one, we're like, we have to get this one right. Mm-hmm. We have to get this one clear. And if you have any other friends that are ever stuck and are trying to make the decision, like, what should I do with my career? This is the video for them. All right. Y'all ready? All right, let's go. So. One of the biggest things that we want you to understand, and we'll break this down in a few moments, is that if you're interested in medical profession, a medical profession of some sort, whether it's PT, whether it's, I mean, I can go down the whole list. There are two buckets. There are two ways to practice in any profession in medicine, right? If it's PT, like we can do this all day long. And I think not understanding that leads us to think that some professions are better because of certain, certain shiny objects as opposed to others and not understanding what we're about to share with you is actually stealing a lot of the joy from your ability to decide on what actually fits you. And what's happening is you're actually running away from something that you might have loved because you might have met one clinician that really didn't match up with what your ideal vision was. And you're like, man, like I, I, I thought I wanted this, but, but, but I shadowed this physician or I shadowed this physical therapist and it didn't match up. And because it didn't match up, now I'm second guessing the whole thing,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: But, but, but the reality is a lot of people you've actually shadowed don't actually understand what we're about to share with you. And because they don't understand it, they're actually struggling within their careers. And because they don't understand it and you're watching them, you're getting confused. Mm. You're getting confused. But before we break down what those two buckets are, let's actually talk about how we typically make decisions. Like why, like how we typically make decisions when choosing a medical career. Like here are the main things that we all look for. And if you think of others, feel free to reach out to us. Feel free to send us an email and be like, yo, I thought of another one. But but these are the main ones that, I know we felt these are the main ones that we see a lot of our students experiencing, a lot of the medical professionals that we are associated with. Like these are the ones that they experience. So number one reason why people choose a medical profession is because of status. There's a certain level of status that comes with it. Whether it's status with your friends, status in the community, it just looks good. It's like that wow, I'm a, yeah, light light coat a is coat. like white coat. like it's you know? like yo, I'm, a, I'm a yeah, like it's it, it's a status thing. So if you're looking at it for status, that's fine. It's just one of the reasons why people choose it. Another thing is family pressure. Like family pressure is another reason why a lot of people choose a medical profession. And don't get me wrong. Medical professions, like I said, are dope. They're amazing. We're able to serve a lot of people, but it affects how we decide. Like right now, we're just trying to help you make the best career decision for you based off of what you want, not what anyone else wants, not even what we want. <laughs> like like we chose physical therapy, but that does not have to be yours. But familial pressures might have been yours. Another one is we look at what we think will pay us a lot of money. Mm. So if there's a certain professional, like, ooh, like I see that group of medical professionals making good money, I want that. So mm-hmm. let me go through school for 12 years or eight years or whatever so that I can get that. That's a reason why we make that decision. Another one is we believe that whatever career we want will give us freedom.
1: Hmm.
0: Whether that's it. whether that's time freedom, whether that is freedom to kind of shift Our schedule, whether it's weekends, whatever that looks like, we believe it'll give us freedom, right? Another thing is we look for things that will give us less time in school. So if we look at something, we're like, oh my goodness, that's like 12 to 16 years and that's four years. Well, I kind of want to be a professional a a whole (laughs) lot quicker. So maybe I go for the four year one. So we want something that does not take as long. We also want something that gives us stability. So, So a lot of us literally look for a medical profession because we're like, well, people are always going to get sick or people are always going to get injured. Seems like the job is going to be there yeah, for a while. stability, right? Work-life balance as well as one of them. So so you've chosen or you're at least thinking about it because of one of those, right? And so, so I want us to acknowledge that those aren't bad, right? Now, family pressures. The, that that one might not be serving you well, but most of the others aren't aren't bad. It's not bad to look for freedom. It's not bad to look for more income. It's not bad to look for um you know faster faster school journey. Like yeah. those aren't bad. But but what happens is those things are always kind of battling with what we want. We're like man, like I want this, but. Oh my gosh, that doesn't pay as much and and, and that's where we struggle, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's where it it becomes very, very difficult to make a decision. That's usually where someone is like, hey, I wouldn't do this because they don't pay as much or I wouldn't do this because it takes a lot longer. People start messing with what your calling is and what what we want to do is we want to help you actually realize your calling by knowing how this thing actually works as opposed to how most of us think it works. So, so the biggest differentiator is the fact that you've actually been taught one version of how to practice in healthcare, or sorry, how to practice in the medical professions. I just gave myself we'll away, right? We'll, and break, we'll break that down. And the, the reality is there's actually two ways to do it. Now, what you've actually seen is what Casey's about to break down and it's actually really sick care, not healthcare, right? And in sick care, we're actually very limited with a few different things that Casey's about to break down. And a lot of us are actually trying to sign up for healthcare. Like when we signed up or when we're thinking of signing up for a profession, we're like, I thought I'm going to a healthcare profession. I thought I'm going to be a healthcare provider as a physician or as a PT or as an occupational therapist or as a, or like, whatever. Like, I want healthcare, but most of us are in sick care. And when you understand how this actually worked, to be honest, a lot of the professions, like, I, I told you, a lot of the professionals don't actually understand that they're operating in sick care. And because of sick care, they can't do the things that they once desired. Mm. So that's what we want to break down for you. And if there's anything you ever hear from us, it's time you get to understand. Wait a minute. I actually have the ability to control how my career functions. That's I crazy. have the ability to control how much impact I have within my career. I have the ability to control how much income I have within my career. I actually have the ability to control how much freedom I have within my career, regardless of which career it is, as long as I learn how to identify the difference between sick care and health care and how to operate within health care so that I can absolutely crush it as a professional. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter whether you're a surgeon, it doesn't matter whether you're, you're like whatever specialist that you think makes a lot of money if they're functioning in sick care, you you actually have most of those things that you said you wanted, even the money. Like Most of it that you said you wanted, the freedom, all those things, it's actually taken away unless you shift. But the careers that maybe pay even less, When you function in healthcare, you'll realize really quickly, oh my goodness, Like I can actually make a lot more money than I thought I could, while also doing the thing that I love, and I no longer have to make a decision based off of what other people are telling me, and now I can make it based off of what I want. So, So Casey, break it down for us. How does this healthcare and sick care thing work? How do we understand
1: both, and how do we apply them now as students as we make our decision? So let's break it down so you understand that whichever profession you choose, You can have the profession or the dream career that you want if you choose to operate in the now what we'll talk about healthcare model. If you choose to be in that same profession and you choose to work in the sick care model, you can be picking that same shiny object, that same shiny apple and have two crazy different experiences. So, you can be a surgeon in the healthcare model, you can be a physician in the healthcare model, nurse practitioner, athletic trainer, personal trainer, PT, OT, speech, chiral in the healthcare model, or you can be any of those in the sick care model. So, that's why we're like, hey, whichever you choose, we want the best decision for you if you understand that you need to choose to be practicing any of those in the healthcare model. You got it. So, now that we know that, let's break each of them down. Let's start with sick care what does that what does that even mean so with sick care basically what you need to think about what you need to have in mind is that it's more so reactive in managing whatever the patient comes to you with oh you you have this problem you have this injury let's Band-aid it up give you a bunch of pills and boom on to the next person and boom on to the next person kind of like a factory. you're just managing the sickness. Are you really getting them back to where they want to go? Are you really helping them like you say you want to with whatever profession you want to go into right that's sick care? So here's what we have a list of things like I said reactive Sick care is reactive number two. You're working with sick care clients. Wow. Those clients may not want to get better a lot. Fact. They might just want a pill. They might just want a crack of the back. They might just want a little shot. They, you're working with sick care type of clients, right? Next is the pay that you want. I want that 500K, that 200K, that 120, that six figures, whatever that is, is not determined by that client. Whether they're sick care or, or they want to be better, whatever, it's not determined by that client. 100%. There is a third party payer. What's a third-party payer? Well, Tell if you're me. still under your parents' insurance or you have your own insurance, you have kids now, whatever that is, your insurance card, that's somebody else paying all the bill or part of the bill and you have a little copay, coinsurance type of thing there. Somebody else, since they're paying that bill, has to say on how <laughs> you or how that person gets better. Hey, I'm paying the bill. I'm Blue Cross. I'm Aetna. I'm Cigna. I'm uh, Medicare, Medicaid. I don't want that pay. I don't want to pay for six visits. I don't want to pay for this treatment, this surgery, yeah. this whatever. Oh, that, that pregnant woman doesn't need a doula. Psh, no, I don't want to pay for that. Wow. Because I'm a third party payer or they're a third party payer. So your pay is not determined by the client you're helping. It's somebody up in the cloud somewhere. <laughs> it's somebody that you don't even see. That has nothing to do with that actual situation. It's a crazy I'm world telling. in the sick care model. You got it. On to the next one there's limited collaboration mm. so when you get referred from your physician or from someone or from a specialist yes they're referring you somewhere else and that's collaboration yep. however as we know since we're in the field it's there's not too much talking yeah there can be if you really wanted to call them up there can be but on a day-to-day basis there's not the collaboration how you think of it how you might have it in your head like oh my gosh i'm working with this and that and that No, not really. Not really. So there's limited collaboration to help the person you say you want to help. You got it. Next, that uh, that increased pay that you say you want, that you're looking at and like, I need that, comes at a cost in the sick care model. Mm. So you're like, man, I want to be a pharmacist, make that much. I want to be a surgeon. I want to be a nurse practitioner, make that much. What cost does it come at? Hmm. Have you asked any other people you're shadowing what cost does it come at? Or some version of that question.
0: Hmm.
1: Next time you shadow them, next time you research it, next time you see something shiny and you're like, I want that, ask what cost does that come at in the Sick Care model. Yep. Next, going off of that, your time, your weekends, your hours works. This flows right into the next one. Yep. If you want that 600K, you want that 200K, you want that 140, are you going to have to work? 16 hours, 60 hours a week, 16 hours a day. Are you going to have to work weekends? Is your, basically, is your time determined by someone else? Hey, we need you to work four 12-hour days in a row. That's what we need. Do it or we'll find somebody else. Mercy. Hey, we we need you to work three weekends a, a, a month. Yeah. Have you heard of something called the golden weekend? What a lot of medical professionals, especially in the hospital, get, which is just a regular weekend for everybody else. Yep. But since you're making that kind of money and you're in that sick care model, you get a regular weekend and they uh, pedestalize it as the golden weekend. Mercy. One weekend a month or every two months, whatever that Mm -hmm. is. Is that the life you want for that dollar amount? What cost is that money costing you? So here's the thing. What a lot of people don't realize is that whichever profession they're choosing, like Joseph's alluded to before, you can find great things about it or bad things. But when people find the bad things about it, and, what they, and when they find people are fleeing whatever profession that they want to get into, when they're leaving it in droves and when they're running from it into another profession, those professionals, not even you guys yet, those specific yet. professionals yet mm-hmm. don't realize that they're not running from being a nurse. They're not running from being a surgeon, a PT, an OT, an athletic trainer. They're running from that sick care model. Bro, you bet t- it's you better crazy. You better it's better crazy. <laughs> and the things they actually wanted when they wanted to get in that profession yeah. could be found being an OT, a PT, a PTA in the healthcare model. Because here's something crazy everybody <laughs> who you've observed, or who you talk to, or is in the profession you want and is bad mouthing that profession. They once had the same desire to get into that profession as you did. Hold on, hold on. Or we're in the same place, right? You can't be saying, you can't just be dropping stuff like that and not, like, breaking that down, but
0: that's the truth.
1: Here's the the thing, though, because when when I see a lot of this stuff on Facebook, regardless of the profession, I always ask myself, like, wait. You, you're a professional in this. You're a PT. Yeah. And you're badmouthing your own profession that you wanted to get into so bad that you paid all this money to get into that you went to three, two years of school for all and that. now you're... You got in debt for You got in debt for mm-hmm. and now you're trash-talking it? Why did you even... There was a reason why you wanted to be a PT. <laughs> I, I don't... But now you're bad-mouthing it and telling other people, don't just because you chose the wrong model as being a PT. It's... And we've been seeing this for a while. We've been seeing this for a while. That's why we're
0: breaking it down. It's, that's,
1: that's why we're telling you. It gets, it gets frustrating. Truth. It gets frustrating. So you have to realize that they're leaving these professions, regardless yeah. of what it is, because you can pull up any article in any of these and just type in whatever and burnout. You'll find any, right? But they're leaving it. They're burned out in the wrong model yep. in sick care versus health care. Yep. So that's sick care. Yep. We all we all agree. We all, we yeah, all there. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah, your yeah. notes done. Now <laughs> let's move on to the next part healthcare the health the healthcare model so what is the healthcare model so with the healthcare model we're talking about being proactive hmm. we're talking about working with clients to get them back to the level of health and function and wellness and fitness that they want to get yeah. back to that we know they can get back to that that is possible to change their lives it's a lifestyle change it's not a management of the problem they already have it's a lifestyle change so here's the things we need to keep in mind with healthcare or the new age healthcare that we're now talking about you can now treat your ideal client. We talked about in the sick care model, it's, they're just given to you. In the healthcare model, you can now treat the person you exactly want to treat. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Can we break this down a little bit? Go for it. There's something that you just said right now that I have to just like throw in there.
0: Like in the sick care model, we're actually taught that it's our responsibility to help anyone and everyone and we Mm. should never actually help like the person that we feel like called to help, Hmm. right? Did we get that in PT school? That's true. It was like, hey, just be a generalist. Mm. Just, just, just
1: but help everyone.
0: A Don't actually be the person that people go to. Just kind of be there. Just mm. be like, and, that, and that's literally what we're taught. Like, like if anyone ever says what Casey just said in PT school, believe me, it would actually start an argument in the classroom because we're not taught that way. But what you just said is that in the healthcare model. I can actually serve my ideal client,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: means that they'll actually be served better. I'll feel more fulfilled. And it just exchange. Oh, my goodness. Keep going, bro. Because just... who wants on that note? Who wants a generalist? No, nobody. I, I would never go to a generalist. Shoot, if I was injured, you best believe I'm be like, yo, have you have you have you taken care of this before?
1: how many times like so so who's getting the benefit when you're a generalist yeah you can you know help whatever right i get it at some level yes you're helping people but in the grand scheme of things if somebody has a problem somebody has an ankle sprain you have an ankle sprain you want to go to somebody who works with the ankle and foot to get the best results possible yep. if you're pregnant or you are you you're pregnant yourself and you're having children and babies you want to go to a specialist in that right. area if you got a heart problem you're not going to a pt Right, you're going to a generalist. And even inside of each profession, you're serving the best you can by serving the people that you have a passion to serve, that you want to serve. And that can be done in the healthcare model. That's right. Regardless of what profession you choose. Next, that ideal client who you're now choosing gets to pay you themselves. Can they use their insurance? Can they be a hybrid? Yes, that's another mm. conversation. We can have that conversation. Yep. Great. We can have that conversation later down the road. But the main point is that client, who you want to serve, wants to be served by you. And then, since they want to be served by you, gets to pay you what you are worth. But in the sick care model, they're just saying, oh, I guess I'll just use this and hey, I'll get whatever treatment I want or I hope. I hope I'm going to the best. I hope. I hope. <laughs> Maybe. You take my insurance, right? All right. I just I just hope you're the best. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the healthcare model, they're getting exactly what they want, which is you. You got it. Which is you. You got it. Next one. Next one. Collaboration. We talked about collaboration in the sick care model. Now, with collaboration in the healthcare model, you can now become that anchor for the person. Yep. Yeah or that ideal client that we're talking about who you want to work with or that ideal group of people who you want to work with now you can be that anchor that primary care provider that hub who now has the spokes to anywhere and any other people Mm. that they need so let's just say somebody comes to me I'm a PT and they come to me with a heart problem man they trust me they know me they've seen me for all their musculoskeletal problems and they talk to me about this heart problem or what I uh, what I diagnose or I shouldn't say diagnose PT diagnose, right? Or what I what I've learned to problem solve and clinical reason through and I see that's a heart problem. Hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm not a specialist in the heart. So, they deserve Ooh. to get the best care. Wow. And since they trust me and I'm the primary health provider for them or they see me as such, mm. I have the responsibility to collaborate with heart surgeon Josephs and send them to heart surgeon Josephs. Wow. And that's how collaboration can be, can be done and should be done and how it can work in the healthcare model mm. as opposed to, oh, yeah, just somebody sent me to PT or sent me to OT or sent me here, so I guess I'm here.
0: And that's frowned upon in the sit care model.
1: It's frowned upon in the sick care model. Okay, Crazy. Well, you dropping fire Crazy. right now. So I next, hope this is making sense, y'all. <laughs> hey, away. hey, I hope it makes sense. So next is pay. Mm. Next is pay. Yep. So pay does not mean more time worked. Yep. Wait, what? what? I, don't, I don't get it. I know it took us a little bit to, to understand mm. that, too. Or pay, does, pay doesn't have to mean more Pay doesn't, time. Have to mean doesn't have to mean more time. More time work. Yeah. So here's the thing. Kind of going off these last few points, let's tie it all together. How, how, does, how does that work? Give me an example. Mm. So let's just say somebody comes to me with a heart problem or what I clinical reason through as a heart problem. Mm-hmm. And now I send that person, because of my collaboration and because I'm the primary care provider for that person, I send it to heart surgeon Joseph's. And now, since that relationship is built, let's just say later on down the line, somebody comes to heart surgeon Mm Joseph with a problem, and that surgeon, that heart surgeon, is like, wait, this is not a heart problem. This is actually a back problem or a shoulder problem. Let me send them to who? Who are they going to send them to? Mm. They're going to send them to you. And that collaboration now got you a new patient who is going to pay you, which is not connected to your time.
0: So what you're saying (sighs) is, hold up, like, what you're... I got to process this because cause I hope you guys are digesting what Casey is saying. So, what you're saying is in that collaboration, not only is it a value exchange between the professionals, not only does it actually build more trust within the professionals, but the person that actually benefits the most is the patient, the person that we've been trying to help the whole time. Crazy, huh? Huh. Ain't that funny? Isn't that what
1: we all want? What a time. But yet we're all functioning in the wrong...
0: Man, keep going.
1: Mm. Next. Your hours worked, your weekends, the type of hours you worked is now determined by you. Let's take, for example, uh, a doula or someone who helps with uh, pregnancies and and giving birth. They're most likely going to work, especially during that time uh, when the infant is born or around there. They might have to work graveyard shifts overnight because the mother needs help. Right. That's when she needs the most help. She needs sleep and all that stuff. So since the doula is working at that time then her other time is now freed up during the day, uh, Thursday and Tuesdays or whatever else. Yes, okay, she's on the clock during that time when she's needed. However, she's now in charge of her other time outside of that. She's not told by somebody else or all the time told, hey, I need you all graveyard shifts for the rest of these three years for the, and you only get two weeks off. Wow. No, 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 no. no. Hmm. That's the sick care model. That's gonna get you sick and put in the sick care Ooh. model. The healthcare model, you get to take breaks when you need. You get rest when you need. You, you say how hard you work or how not hard you work. You got it. Same thing with being a surgeon. Same thing with being a PT. Same yeah. thing with athletic trainer. Personal trainers. Anybody interested in personal training? I heard y'all be worked to the grave. Y'all got to get up at four, at six, then you mm. got to take maybe a nap during the day. Then crazy, sick care model. <laughs> crazy, sick care model. Yup. Yup. Sick care model. So now, once you understand sick care versus healthcare, now your career is totally controllable and in your hands. Because here's the thing: everything that you need to make the healthcare model successful, those skills that you learn in the healthcare model are now transferable to other professions, healthcare or the medical field or non, uh, not in the medical field. Yeah. So those skills you learned that you have to learn in the healthcare model can be used anywhere they're rollover skills so if me and joseph wanted to you know start selling boats out on tampa bay or whatever we can do that because of the skills that are transferable so what do you have to do in the healthcare model to make it successful you got to gain your customers you got to market you got to sell you got to have customer acquisition customer retention your operations have to be tight your finances have to be tight you have to know Enough about the business that you're in yep. and your clients. You have to speak their language enough. So if you're working for somebody else, you can then bring that person more money, so they can pay you more with it. Mm. So do you have to be some crazy entrepreneur? No. Can you work in a business and make that business successful? Yes. But if you're doing that in the healthcare model, you have a much more, uh, you have a much better chance to do that as in the sick care model. They, they don't want you to do that in the sick care model. They're saying, hey, Mm-mm. do what you're told you're not you're not supposed to think i'm supposed to think wow. show up on time show up when i say and and that's it. and pay a lot of money for school and pay a lot of money for school wow and those skills you said we're not taught those in school right no 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 Okay, cool. No, cool. no just not at all making sure just making sure not yeah. at all so so that's the biggest thing here in the healthcare model you're incentivized to learn those rollover skills because they help you yeah. or even help the person that you work for and if you find out eventually the person you work for doesn't want that, then you can find somebody else to bring those valuable skills to or just do that for yourself you got it. and the people who you want to serve. You got it. So now going into the next part, let's let's talk about let, let's finish this up uh, with where they need to go. now. Like how they need to decide now, how they need to think about these two models after we you know shattered their world, or shattered their beliefs. And they're like. What is going on? What is, I don't understand. How how do we wrap this all in a nice for you?
0: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. So so the, the the biggest thing, and I hope this is making sense. Like, oh my goodness, I, I wish this was like live and we had like comments below and you could like tell us if y'all. Was this was clicking, but 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 why why is what we just said in the last who knows how many minutes so important for you to understand? Well, it's because then it actually frees you as you're making your decision, whether you've already decided what you want to be as a healthcare professional or you're still deciding. What it does is it now frees you to match yourself up with the profession that actually meets your ideal goals. So, so, so let's talk about that real quick, right? So Casey just said, and I hope y'all heard it, that a lot of the people that you might hear that are in a profession, let's use physical therapy because we're physical therapists, right? A lot of the people that you've met and they're actually like making you second guess whether you want to be that profession, they, they, have, they either had to be like downright crazy or they had to be passionate enough, which I would go with the passionate enough to do all the things that it takes to get into that profession, let's use PT, all the work, getting into PT school, doing all the work, finishing PT school, taking their board exam and starting to practice, that doesn't happen without any kind of desire to do it. Like that's some hard stuff. So they had that excitement at one point and you have to ask like, why did that change? And so why this is important is because they too had that level of like, wow, like this is the ideal. And the reason why they're frustrated is because the ideal that they once had aka the vision or the the idea they had of Mm. what type of professional they wanted to be and how they were going to practice and how their time was going to look and how their schedule was going to look and who they wanted to help that idea they once had didn't match what their current reality reality was and so those are the people that are probably going to tell you hey like this isn't worth it. So basically what they're saying to you, and this is why a lot of us struggle as students, is they're saying to you that the ideal or the idea that you have, that vision, that excitement, like if you've already decided or you're deciding maybe to be one of these professions and you're like, man, like, I love this about that. This would be amazing. I can see myself doing that. And like, they're the ones bursting that bubble. And what we're trying to tell you is that that ideal, that idea, that excitement you had is actually realistic. You've been taught the opposite. Or maybe you've met someone that has not necessarily enjoyed their career and they're making you think that it's the opposite. They're making you think that that excitement, that idea, that ideal that they once had because they clearly did the schooling for it, Mm. that that ideal actually doesn't exist. And it does. Mm. But the problem is they've been functioning in the sick care model. And if you're going to decide, why this is important is that if you're going to decide any of these medical professions, right, whether it's PT or or being a physician or whatever, you have to understand that in this day and age, it doesn't make sense for you to be in any of them Mm. if you want to be in the sick care model. So all of a sudden, when you're choosing your career of choice or whatever, and you're like, okay, well, this one has more of this. This one has more of that. You're usually looking... Pay attention now when you're scouting pay attention to what you're actually focusing on you're focusing on this one gives me more time this one is less schooling mm-hmm. this one you're focusing on all the superficial things that are really attached to sick care rather than health care you're not focusing on the things that fulfill you you're not focusing on the the, the area where you're like I actually want to serve through this you're not focusing on the things that you're like man I could do this for 40 years because man like that sounds amazing shoot, like shoot like I remember the first time I decided to be a physical therapist the first thought I had y'all this was my ideal moment the first thought I had was I saw this PT in a classroom I wasn't even supposed to be in that classroom but praise God I was like, like I, I saw this PT and all I could think was wait a minute she gets paid to do that that was my ideal mm. she gets paid to do that and the moment someone tells me hey listen bro like it sounds so- sounds beautiful but but it actually sucks and that's them trying to tell me that no no no, no. you're like your ideal doesn't exist and all they're doing is basically bringing on the sick care mentality that has basically infiltrated how healthcare is sorry how how medicine is done in the United States and that has to change mm. so if you want anything in medicine decide today do i want to just accept the fact that i'm just going to do sick care and, and but you can't complain now If you do sick care from now on, you you can't complain because you've watched this video. You've been enlightened. A lot of the people that are struggling in it don't even understand what you now know. You know something they don't know. But what you have to say is like, if I'm willing to do healthcare, then now I can actually detach those external things that freak me out and I can now focus solely on finding the career that best matches me. I can focus solely on finding the characteristics, the the things that fulfill me. When I shadow, I'm not looking for how much do you get paid. I'm looking for, wow, can I actually do this? Do I actually love talking to people? Do I actually love prescribing medication? Whatever those things are, do I actually love doing those things? And can I learn the healthcare model, which we're going to show you your next steps here in a few moments, to where we're actually going to just bring you around other people that are going to be learning this with you and putting themselves around other students like themselves that are actually trying to figure out, hey, like what kind of, like medicine do we want to practice? What kind of professionals do we want to be? Who do we want to do? Like what is our decision going to be? Operation decision, right? So like like, what is our decision going to be? But that's the one thing we want you to understand and if you can understand this, it's game over for you. It's game over for you. Now when you're talking to family members that are trying to throw you off your game, you're like no, no, no. I know what my ideal is and I actually know that my ideal or that idea that I had is realistic. And I, uh, I also understand that there's two healthcare models, and I'm actually choosing to be in the healthcare model. I'm actually choosing to be around people that can teach me those skills that Casey was talking about because clearly they're not taught in school. I want to be around other people that actually see it this way so that when I'm four years into my profession, when I'm 10 years into my profession, when I'm 20 years into my profession, I can look back and be like, yeah, that was the best decision I made for my career because I did it based off of what I want, and that's mm-hmm. what we want to help you do. Does that make sense, y'all? So so this is not us telling y'all to be P- PTs. PT is dope. We like it. It might not be for you. It might also be for you. Just understand that when you're making that decision, don't make it based off of those external things because they apply in both professions. What? There are surgeons that we know that make $500,000 yep. mm-hmm. that absolutely hate their career, not, mm-hmm. not because they didn't love it. but because their time is restricted because they have no freedom because Mm. they only have seven to 14 days of vacation a year and when you have family members and like holidays and events and family emergencies that happen those things add up they're not sleeping we got pts in that situation we have nurses in that situation we have occupational therapists in that situation so don't be don't get it twisted Mm. don't get it twisted a lot of the things that you've been taught are like the, the the shiny object, y'all like like that's just meant to blind you and it's throwing you off your game. And when you've been three years into schooling or six years into schooling or twelve years into schooling or fourteen years into schooling or eighteen years into schooling, at that point you tell yourself, Well, this sucks, but I already invested too much. I'm too deep in. I'm too deep in. So
1: you now have the ability to make that decision before you're too deep in. Mm. So Casey, what should their next steps be? So before we, we wrap this up and tell you what to do next, your next decision, let's let's go into our personal stories about about us learning about the sick care and healthcare care model, because if we did if we did know mm. about this, We may have not been physical therapists. Who knows? So so I was in between pharmacy and physical therapy. I got into a prestigious pharmacy internship the summer before uh, my undergrad, my freshman year in college. And I was like, obviously, this is a sign. But what I saw in that internship kind of, you know, drew me away from pharmacy (laughs) because now I know I saw what I saw was the sick care version model of being a pharmacist. When in reality, there's probably plenty of pharmacists out there who are doing pharmacy in the healthcare model and loving their careers and doing all this. Giving consultations and holistic medicine, all that stuff. But I did not see that. But what I saw with physical therapy is more so of what I wanted in the healthcare model. Wow.
0: Wow.
1: But what I didn't see from physical therapists is some physical therapists who I know now who are in the sick care model. So if I had known or if things would have just been switched, who knows where I would be now? Mm. But now that I know that these two models exist, I want that to be for you, eyes wide open so you can make the best decision for you and not being deterred from whatever profession or whatever healthcare profession you want to be in because you just don't know about these two models. So for me, being a pharmacist could have happened or who knows, (laughs) being a physical therapist still could have happened as well. But I just did not know that I could be a pharmacist in those two models and vice versa. So uh, do you have any stories like that for you? So, yeah, I mean, like even for me, I remember when I,
0: because I grew up in a household where my three options were being a lawyer, um, engineer, or a physician, a doctor, right? And so, um, for a long time, I was like, remember, prestige, right? Like, like status. I was like, Family pressure, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be a physician, right? In fact, the room, when I actually, you know, like, saw that PT, and I was like, oh, she gets paid to do that? I was actually supposed to be in a physician's classroom. It was a it was in high school, it was basically like an alumni weekend and we had guest lecturers and it was different professionals. And I was actually trying to be in the physician's room but that physician's room was stacked. Everybody wanted their status, so it was filled up. So I went to the classroom that had most of my classmates and it ended up being the PT. So look how that worked out. But I actually remember a conversation that I had, shortly after I had that like experience, I actually had a physician friend, um, family, family friend of ours that actually talked to me and he was like, listen, um, I wouldn't be a physician if I were you. And he was talking about the Mm. the freedom so i remember him talking to me about weekends he he was like hey the pt friends i know have freedom on their weekends or they have this or they have that so in his eyes remember he was a physician already in his eyes the ideal career was actually physical therapy right and a lot of us are like oh shoot as physical therapists we're like being a physician is the ideal so at the end of the day everybody's not happy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> everybody's not happy, Gratis right? And Gratis is always greener on the other side. Everybody's not happy. So what the difference is, is you have to understand that this is what's going on. And if you're not aware of it, you're going to make a decision that you will regret. So ask yourself, which model do I want to be in? As a student right now, right now, early in the process, and you're deciding if you know somebody that's decide, like, 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 which one do I want to be in? And which, which now, now within that, within the healthcare model, which profession now best matches me? Because if you can do that, it's game over. It's actually game over. You will be fulfilled, you will have growth, you will learn, oh my gosh, you'll be untouchable. (laughs) And really at that point, you'll have a career that will actually bless lives as opposed to one where you regret it, you become resentful, you're a year in, you don't like what you do, but you know, man, like I I did too much schooling to not do this But because I hate it. Now my patients can actually feel that I actually don't want to be here. So now I can't, like even within the sick care model, I'm not even helping people get better because I'm letting my resentment of the profession I'm in get ahead of my my ability to actually help these people come on now is um, that what y'all want geez. is that what you want i'm telling you right now <laughs> this is probably the best thing that could have ever happened to you today mm. casey what should they do next man
1: okay so if we opened your eyes to, to anything <laughs> if we made you think about anything if we made you chew on anything what i need you to do now is see that button below or around that link below or around I need your next decision to be to click that link because we know your bigger decision is a lot harder. We we want all your energy, all your focus to be on what decision should I make with the healthcare career healthcare career to choose. So we're going to make the next decision for you. Hit that link and, and join Pre-PT University. It does not matter if you know you want to be in PT right now, medicine, occupational therapy. It does not matter. Your next step needs to be, how do I decide to choose a career that's right for me within the right model? Whether it's PT or not. Whether it's PT or not. Just because it says pre-PT University doesn't doesn't matter because now inside of pre-PT University, you're going to be in this operation. There's a level in there just for you and people like you so that you're now around people in operation decision making the same decision or the same decisions as you. What do I do next? What career is right for me? And what career is right for you. So that operation inside of Pre-PT University is going to be for you. So you're around people who are in the same boat as you. You got it. So that's your next decision. That's don't it. don't work. Just, hey, no, that's that, it. Don't overthink it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> Click it and join Operation Decision we'll inside, inside of Pre-PT University. And we'll see you inside. That's it, man. Proud of you, by the way. I'm really, really proud of you for deciding, or at least if you decided If you
0: listen to this and wasted your time and you're like, no, I wanna be in sick care, I mean, that's fine. But for those of y'all that decided, I actually wanna be in healthcare, like, I wanna do this thing because regardless of what you choose, like, I wanna actually serve people the right way and I wanna feel fulfilled. Like, I'm proud of you. Congratulations. You've done something that most people in the healthcare, sorry, in the medical professions have never done in their entire career. And so that already sets you apart. So congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) And we'll see you inside. Like Casey said, there's only one option right now. Click the button below. We'll see you inside. Let's get it. Much love.